I've had teams before, but if you told them to put it in the mixer, they went home and laid concrete in their backyard. This has been a sad coaching moment by the four Diego's. Welcome back. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia. Coming up is a wrap of all things EPL and Champions League. But first, this week, Melbourne Hearts signed an Australian who plied his trade, his football trade overseas for 15 years. It's good to have him home and it's good to have him on the show today. Please, a big 40 Diego's World Football Weekly welcome. I hear from the Adelaide Airport, Melbourne Heart new recruit, Adrian Madashi. Uh, good afternoon to you, Adrian. Good afternoon, how are you? Very well, mate. It's Carlos Alberto Diego from the Four Diegos, and we've got Warren Diego with us in the studio today. Um, mate, it's great talking to you, and uh, welcome back home. Uh, it's been 15 years. I think it was 1998 you first went over overseas as a young 15-year-old. You left your family and friends, and uh, you just went over there to live your football dream. Now, 15 years on, what was the journey like? <laughs> yeah, thanks very much. Um, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's pretty much a good... Uh, a good assumption of how it went. Um, you know, it, it, it's good to be back in Australia. Um, it, it, it's, dif- it's different because obviously I'm, I'm uh, I don't know whether I'm Australian or Italian anymore. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, uh, hopefully um, with uh, with my signing here at Hart, I can sort of get my get my boots on and get out on the pitch um, and sort of get back into the, the swing of things with Australian football. Now, Adrian, I'm just interested. You you go and ply your trade in Italy, and you can eat fine food and have fine wine and travel the countryside and play football. And then you man, and then your manager gives you a call and says, "There's a couple of options in Scotland." <laughs> I'm just wondering if you jump at those automatically, or or am I actually being a bit harsh on Scottish football in terms of what it's like and what it what it's like as a place to play? <laughs> no, no, that's a good one. No. Uh, to be honest, you know, um, I had a, at the time I was 21 and uh, sort of um, trying to get into the scene with the Olympic team and obviously head off to Athens Olympics at the time. And um, it all sort of fell into place because a few things didn't, didn't fall in place in England. And, uh, you know, uh, Scotland came up on the map. And, um, and to be fair, um, you know, I, I got in and, and, and did really well. You know, I, I, I was 21 at the time and I played, you know, Two, two years straight, you know, 20, 25, 30 games a year. So um, it, it was it was something different, but certainly something very interesting football-wise. And, you know, when you're playing old-term games against Celtic and Rangers at that, that, that age in front of 60,000 people, you know, that just, that just adds to the excitement. Adrian, when you're talking about uh, your football over in uh, at Partick Thistle, uh, that that was a club you joined from uh, Atalanta uh, That's correct. all those years ago. Uh, did it help that you came from an Australian system of, uh, of football where there is this cross-pollination of different styles, different coaching techniques? Because really, generally, you wouldn't get too many Italians. I think uh, Gattuso was probably the only one to go from Italy straight into the uh, Scottish uh, Premier League with uh, Glasgow. There wouldn't be too many players who played and, and learnt their football in Italy like the way you did and, uh, and suddenly slot in so beautifully in Scotland. Yeah, it was pretty contrasting, actually. Um, obviously, it's... Um my background, you know, so far as my, my development at least, was, was more from an Italian point of view, obviously getting over there at such a young age. Uh, I think, you know, the tactical and, and the technical side of things did help me, um, you know, moving on to Scotland. Um, and obviously it added a, a physical side of my game as well, um, you know, playing in Scotland. So, you know, you've got to take everything out of each and every 
each and every uh, football experience that you have. Um, so, you know, I can definitely say that it contributed to being more of a, you know, more physical in my game as well, not just sort of, you know, the passing, uh, passing sort of player that, that I developed in Italy as well. Now, Adrian, you obviously signed for the heart, but previous to that, you were actually training at the victory and apparently, as they say in old terms, training the house down. <laughs> I'm just wondering if it's been a bit unfortunate, maybe the fact that you weren't able to pick up a contract at victory and maybe the options might have existed right across the A-League for you. But ultimately, are you happy to find yourself on a short-term deal at the Melbourne Heart? I'm very happy. Um, I'm very happy to be here at Heart. Don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, in football, you know, one, one week's a long time. Um, and it's, 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 it's a common phrase that you hear, but it, it, it's, it's so very true. Um, I, I had a few different options, to be honest, in, in the A-League. But, um, you know... When one door closes, the other one opens. And, and I'm here at Hart now, and I'm fully dedicated for them uh, for the time that I will be on board. Now, Adrian, when we talk about the A-League, uh, you know, we, we all know it. We see it week in, week out. A lot of the Aussies abroad, though, are looking for options to come home. You've spent half your life overseas playing football, away from your family and friends. Is this A-League the way people are talking about it, the way the league is going? Is that an attractive option for people like yourself who spent a lot of time overseas uh, playing football, playing your trade, to come back home and, and rebuild your life back home? I think definitely, yeah. You know, um, obviously, with the GFC over the last two two years, two three years, um, it's had a very big impact on football, uh, particularly in Europe. But you know, um, I think football in the in the whole scheme of things in in Australia has been marketed and developed very well. It's come along extremely well, you know, since the the, the, the inauguration of the A League. And um, you've got to give credit uh, to to everyone behind that behind that push. Um, and, you know, obviously it, it is becoming very attractive for players who, you know, may, may have spent quite a lot of time overseas to, to come back and, and maybe give something back, you know, uh, uh, to, 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 to the league and, and to, to sort of, you know, allow uh, other options to, to, to develop younger players as well. Now, Adrian, just if you were wishing for a nice, quiet, calm start for the Melbourne Heart, they cop a goal in extra time last week that denies them the first win. They have to travel away from home to a team that actually had holes in their back of their net last week against Brisbane. It's actually going to be quite an important way to start your career at Melbourne Heart with what really measures up as a, as a crunch game for both teams. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, I, I don't think uh, tomorrow night's going to be nothing else but a battle. Uh, Brisbane's, uh, sorry, Adelaide's come off a heavy loss uh, against Brisbane. Us guys need to pick up a, a vital first win. Um, so there's, there's a lot at stake tomorrow night. Um, I'm confident the guys understand that. And uh, I've, you know, in, in the few days that I've been involved, I, I, I certainly see that um, in their training sessions as well. Now, Adrian, uh, Brisbane Roar is a team that's on everyone's lips at the moment. Uh, they're playing football that we've probably never seen at club level in Australia, uh, in the old NSL and also in the A-League. Um, there was a bit of a debate going on a, a couple of weeks ago when Zelko Kalets came out on TV when someone asked him whether Brisbane could probably play in the lower leagues, in the lower levels of Italy. Uh, he said uh, that was a ridiculous comment. But then you get Hahn Berger coming out and said that they could hold their own in the Dutch League. What's your view? I mean, you've seen a little bit of them now. Do you think that uh, they're playing and a, a European standard of football? Well, football is a game of opinions. As we know, everyone's got their own opinion. Um, for the moment, from, from what I've seen, and I've seen pretty much all of Brisbane's games, I, I think they're playing a beautiful style of football. 
I was wondering if Andrew's actually sleeping in the off-season with Pep Guardiola because uh, <laughs> they, they seem to resemble Barcelona, especially um, the way they develop their play, but also uh, in, in the non, non-possession phase when, when they're pressing teams down and, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty much instantly winning the ball back. So, you know, credit, credit to Ange and credit to them because they're playing you know, a very nice brand of football. One last one whether before... They, whether they can hold their, their own in other leagues, you know, that's, that's, for, everyone, you know, that's for everyone's opinion, really. It's, you know, we don't know until they're really tested. Yeah, you're absolutely spot on there, mate. One last one before I let you go, mate. It was uh, 1999, we were cheering you. Uh, we were only young ourselves at Diego's when, uh, when you uh, got to the final of the World Youth, uh, World Under-17 Cup. Um, I remember we went to penalties against uh, Brazil. Uh, do you, I mean, do you spend any time reflecting on that? I mean, you did make the team of the uh, tournament too, the FIFA team, Under-17 team at that time. Do you reflect on those uh, halcyon days back then? Oh, definitely. You know, it's every now and then it's uh, it, it's good to reminisce. Obviously, not get caught up in the act because you can't live off uh, off things of the past. You've, you've always got to pave the path for new things uh, in the future. Um, but no, certainly they were great memories. Um, you know, it was a fantastic tournament. I think it. You know, apart from obviously the World Cup qualifications that the Socceroos have then achieved beyond that, um, that you know that was a, a testimony to to the, the football movement at the time. Um, so, you know, definitely uh, fantastic memories and, um, you know, it, it, I think it was a fantastic footballing achievement, you know, in, 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 in football history. Um, although it was at a junior level, I, I still think it was an astonishing uh, achievement at the time. Well, Adrian, uh, from the Diego's point of view, it was a really proud moment for us all those years ago and it's great to see you back uh, in Australia. Let's hope you can play some dazzling stuff there from uh, the back line for Melbourne Heart and uh, for those Melbourne supporters out there and people who, uh, who are anti-Adelaide, let's hope that you get the win tomorrow night. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks very much, Josh. Thank you. That was a special soft sombrero moment with uh, Melbourne Heart new recruit Adrian Madashi. He's had a fantastic uh, career overseas. It's good to save him back home. Next up, it's an EPL and Champions League wrap, so stay tuned. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia. I'm pleased to announce that the knee surgery on our star striker was a complete success. Unfortunately... The lobotomy failed. This has been a sad coaching moment by the four Diegos.